0: good morning and praise the lord amen this is your host your radio pastor phyllis kozad welcome to my podcast this is 15 minutes of hot topic with reverend phyllis i'm so wonderfully blessed that you have joined me here this morning amen and what a beautiful day it is it is the day that the lord has made and we shall rejoice and certainly we are glad. Aren't you glad about it that the Lord stopped by this morning with his good, good self, touched you again with his finger of love, and caused you to wake up this morning. Hallelujah, somebody. Our God is full of grace, and our God is full of mercy, and our God is greatly to be praised. And that's what we're going to do these next few minutes. We're going to bring attention to the Most High God. I've got a great topic today. Listen, as I was going on uh, this week, I know we have celebrated Black History Month all month long, and there have been many that has been recognized, that have been uh commemorate it. And we thank God for everyone that have given themselves to be a part of black history. Amen. And if I could, for just a few minutes, there is a black history spotlight that I'd like to just kind of finish out this month with before we get into our trending topic. There are many who made history in our culture as black people. I know you can agree with me in that, but today uh, I'd like uh, if you could, to just call your attention to Madam C.J. Walker, Madam C.J. Walker. And her lifespan was from 1867 to 1919. Madam C.J. Walker was an entrepreneur. She was a philanthropist and she was a political and a social activist. Uh, she is recorded as the first female, hear me, first Female self-made millionaire in America in the Guinness Book of World Records. And although today her products, her products are no longer available, she made her fortune by developing and marketing a line of cosmetics and hair care products for black women. Yeah, I'm sure there might be some of you who are listening to me here this morning could say, Yeah, I remember Madam CJ Walker. She marketed herself as an independent hairdresser and a retailer of uh, cosmetics and hair creams. Her manufacturing company is, uh, and its employees were in management, they were in and had very high staff position, and they were women with much success. And after her death, her company's business market expanded beyond the United States to Cuba, places like Jamaica, uh, Haiti, or Haiti, and Costa Rica. And in 2022, Mattel, y'all remember Mattel? Mattel, that company, issued a Madam C.J. Walker Barbie doll as part of their Inspiring Women doll collection. I want to tell you, thank you. Madam CJ Walker, for your contributions to Black history. Can we take a moment, if you will, to just celebrate her, Madam CJ Walker, and to all those who have given themselves to Black history in the making of culture in our world today. So let's get into a hot topic today. You know, this week alone, God said this to me, real nice and easy, the way He does. He said, Lose To win, I said, "God, what you talking about? Lose to win." So, of course, you know I'm a I'm a woman of the word, so you know I'm running to the Bible and I'm running scripture references, just to kind of get 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 what God was saying to me. And if it was not only for me, only so that what He's going to say to us. So, of course, it brought me to the Book of Philippians real quickly. There, if you don't have the time to get it, let me put it in your hearing. Philippians chapter three. Verse 7 through 10 says, but what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them, but dung that I may win Christ and be found in him. Not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness, which is of God by faith that I may know him. Come on, somebody. And the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Let me share this again with you. Sometime you got to lose to win. Mm. Jesus, you know, he never hid what it would cost to follow him. Y'all remember the scripture? He lays it out uh, for the disciples. You know, he said, you know, uh, in the terms of, he called it discipleship. And there were some great crowds that followed him. Everyone loved the miracles. They loved the healing. And of course, you know, they loved the free food. Uh-huh. But Jesus was cool. Yeah, he was the talk of the town and he was the latest fad. but he knew their hearts. He knew that they desired the benefits of what he did rather than an understanding of who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People loved his gifts like we do today. They loved his gifts, not the life that he calls them to or the life that he's calling us to because he calls us to lay down our life. Pick up our cross, come on, and follow him. So he gets to explain what it will take to be one of his followers. Let me talk about me because I can do that very well. Amen. That's a personal fact in my own life. When I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and my personal Savior, can I tell you that I spent the first 20 years trying to find myself? Mm, yeah. Didn't know who I was. But since coming to Jesus now, let me tell you, let me help somebody. I'm trying to get over myself. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I I, I know it's only through the transforming power of the word of God that's working in me that I can become a true disciple of Christ. Is that you today? Uh Uh-huh. Let me tell you, then you got to lose to win. Being a disciple means to walk as Jesus walked. When we walk as Jesus walked, we're going to experience a transformational change in our lives. I'm going to tell you something. It is one of the best things that ever happened to me. We will experience a transformation in our mind. Yeah, a transformation in our hearts and a transformation in our lifestyle. Listen, somebody listening to me today, you need to lose to win. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm a, but I must warn you, counting the cost means recognizing and agreeing to some terms first. Because when we follow Christ, this is a hot topic today. I'm talking about giving up your life to take on the life of Christ, because I'm finding out in these days that we're living in, everybody wants the gifts, huh? Everybody wants what Jesus is offering. They want the miracles. They want the healing, yeah, uh-huh. They, they want the, especially the free food that, 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 that we're offering, but you don't want to lay down your life for him. So you gotta count the cost because it's gonna record. you have to recognize, and then you have to come into an agreement to some terms first. You cannot just simply follow your own inclination. You can't follow him and the way of the world at the same time. Yeah, stop it. Following Jesus may mean that you have to, sometimes you will lose your relationship. Sometimes you might lose your dreams. You will lose some material things, or you may even lose your very life. I'm talking about losing to win. And those of you, us who are following Jesus simply for what you can get, you won't stick around when the going to gets tough. Yeah but let me just talk about what the apostle Paul was talking about in this text that I shared with us this morning. And so in light of what Paul was saying here, I just want to give you a quick background. Paul was a prisoner when he wrote this letter. The church had sent Paul a gift by a messenger and he got sick. So Paul sent him back to Philippi and asked the church to receive him with joy and to hold him in high regards. He writes from a place of joy, beloved, even though he's suffering in prison. Amen. And he tells them, The gospel is still being spread. I want to offer you, as Paul offered the church here at Philippi, the same joy in spite of suffering. If you will embrace this gospel message, come on, you got to give up something in order to win something. There's no shame in suffering for persecution on the behalf of the Christian. Hallelujah. Because it is a powerful testament to our God. And the suffering that Jesus Christ, our Lord himself endured. Are you still with me? Are you still hearing me? I'm talking about lose to win. And so Paul challenges us and I'm challenging you today, my brothers and my sisters to lose your religion and choose your relationship with Jesus the Christ. In other words, shred your religious resume, get rid of it since religion doesn't save Paul is urging us and he's saying to us through his word today to renounce this religious background and all of these tendencies and he's talking about the danger of religion and religious people let me tell you something that tradition of religion will cause the word of God to have no effect I'm not saying there's anything wrong with some traditions some traditions are worth holding on to but some of them are worth getting rid of some of you Got to lose in order to be able to gain the things that God got planned for your life. My, 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 Paul counted his religious pedigree as a loss. He called it, he counted all things lost because he was looking in view, he had a view of the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus. It wasn't so much that they were worthless, but compared to the greatness of the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, they were nothing. Can I ask y'all a question this morning? What are you holding on to? What do you won't let go? What do you boast in? Where does your confidence lie? Perhaps you have claimed something like this. I was born into a Christian country, raised by Christian parents or grandparents. I was baptized or I was confirmed in the church or I was educated in a Christian school. And maybe even now you may be claiming that you are a church member. You read your Bible and you pray, or you're just a good blessed, good person. You know, while all of these blessings and privileges, you know, they do make you a Christian and they do put you in good standing with God. Works have their place, but not when it comes to salvation. You are, yes, a personal relationship with Jesus is at the very center of the believer's life. Paul gave up everything, church, family, friendship, and freedom, in order to know Christ and his resurrection power. I, I just want to submit to you today that sometimes you got to lose the win. You know, there were some people in the Bible who, if I could give some witnesses, you know, that, that gave up some, some, you gave up some things. Sometimes when you think you are losing, you're actually winning. Yeah. You, did you get that? Sometimes when you think that you're losing, you are absolutely, actually winning. You know, there was a story um, about Ruth. Y'all, y'all familiar with her and how she stayed with her mother-in-law after their husbands died. And Naomi urged Ruth to go back to her homeland, which was her her birthright. But Ruth decided that where Naomi was was where she wanted to be and that God would be her God. And, and where she died, she would die also. Amen. And she declared that may the Lord deal with her even so severely, if anything, but death separated the two of them. I'm just giving you the gist of the story here. And so, but Ruth and Boaz's offspring, because because she stayed, uh, uh, Boaz saw her and he granted her favor. And so Ruth and Boaz married and their offspring continued the family line through which the Messiah came into our world. In other words, she lost to win. And then you have Job. His story was one of riches to rags to riches. You know the story, he was a prosperous farmer living in the land of Uz and had thousands of sheep and camel and other livestock. And, And suddenly Satan, the accuser, came before God claiming that God was trusting him, that Job was only trusting God only because he was wealthy and everything was going well for him. And so the testing of Job's life, his faith began. Yeah, Satan was allowed to destroy his children, his servants, his livestock, everything. But God, could, but Job continued to trust in the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, nowhere in the land was found women as beautiful as Job's daughters because God gave back to him, hallelujah, more than what he had. My God, somewhere, sometime, you got to lose to win. And so I want to ask you today, Are you, what are you willing to give up? In order that you might know Christ, a crowded schedule in order to set aside a few minutes each day for prayer and Bible study, your friend's approval, maybe some of your plans or your pleasures, whatever it is. Let me tell you, knowing Christ is more than worth the sacrifice. Hallelujah. And when you look at the life of Paul, his losses, and look at what he had to gain, he confidently says, We can confidently probably say with him, we can count it as done. Glory to God. Sometimes. Beloved, you got to lose to win. Listen, I've got to get out of here. This is so good and so rich. Think on those things that are good. Think on those things that are just. Think on those things that are pure. Think on those things that are good report. And if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, listen, think on those things. This is Hot Topics with your girl, Reverend Phyllis. I pray that you have a blessed day. I love you and God loves you too.